0: gentlemen i am your host blake Rufino. this is are you serious sports and it is good to be back great holidays 4th of july independence day the best country in the world we celebrated our independence happy birthday to this great country if you don't like it you can get the hell out that's what i gotta say if you do not like it you can get out <laughs> nevertheless we got a massive show in store for you here tonight it is hot as hell outside it is literally uh, apparently and allegedly being reported uh, the hottest day on earth was yesterday probably because we were on the AYS message board AYSSnetwork.com dropping absolute massive bombs <laughs> throughout the day if you're not a forum member you need to sign up because we're doing some big things uh, on the message board. But a big show in store for you tonight. Brian Kelly talks on expectations. He says year three. I think he's tempering expectations. We'll talk on that here tonight. Nate Yeski is hired as the next LSU pitching coach. Awesome. Awesome resume. Also a really good friend and great coach of Jay Johnson. So we'll talk on that as well. Man who's been to Omaha close to coming up on 10 times, double-digit times. He will hit that mark in his career and he's won a national championship, a massive hire for Jay Johnson uh, throughout this process. I'm going to go on a Rufino's rants. I see a lot of people being negative. I see a lot of people on social media being negative. Time for you to calm down. Daddy's back. You, I've been letting you talk all that stuff. I've been letting you chirp your gums, flap your gums. Time for you to shut up because every time we have to come on here and talk that stuff – I see you on Twitter. Oh, LSU this, LSU that. Well, you're about to find out tonight. If you didn't know, now you know. Time for you to stop talking that stuff. You're going to have to start backing some shit up. Okay? You're going to have to start backing, oh, Blake, what about recruiting? Okay, well, who committed? Well, nobody. Okay, shut up. Shut up. The plain portion of the season always prevails. Anyway. We'll talk on that. Recruiting update, Jay Johnson sends out a tiger emoji. If you're on the forum, you'll know. I'll let you know where I think Jay's going with all these. I'm not going to give specific names. You can have a dollar for a week, man. Dollar for a week on the forum, AYSSnetwork.com. I will tell you where Jay is leaning and what he is doing, in my opinion. But actions are speaking louder than words. The man's back. We're back. Carter, the Power Bryant, joins us at 7.30. He will be joining us now that we don't have holidays here on Monday. He will be joining us here tonight and then picking back up on Monday next week. Good to have Carter, the Bryant, Power Bryant, back. And then at the end of the show, we'll go around your SEC. And we've missed a couple of these. Hashtag ask Blake Questions, thoughts, concerns, we'll get to all of them inside the Rudy Crew chat here tonight. But none bigger than my man, Delton. Do say says smash that like button. That is one thousand percent true. One thousand percent true. It helps us with that algorithm. Hit the like and share. Tyler Townsend says, let's go, Natty number three coming to LSU this season in the form of Brian Kelly. You would you surely hope hope so. You would surely, surely hope so. Stefan, my man, the new dad is in the building. Y'all tell my man congratulations. Our good friends over at Fry Construction out there in Eunice, uh, y'all need something. Look, they gonna do it all. There is nothing too big or too small that they can't handle over there at Fry Construction. But he says, my boy Blake, in a professional, is a professional hat hunter. Y'all, y'all like this? God bless LSU land that I love. <laughs> Yes, I could not get the all-white Paul Skeens, though. I could not find the all-white Paul Skeens. But nevertheless, nevertheless, God already got some dirt on it, but nevertheless, yes, Paul Skeens was wearing a hat similar to this, and you know your boy had to go get one. You're listening to us on radio, or wherever you listen to podcasts, it is a red, white, and blue LSU hat. Got to love it. Got to love it. Blaine Smith says, good evening, Blake. Is baseball about to get a commitment? It would feel that way. It feels that way. I don't think Jay sends that out lightly. Uh, Blaine says, Blake, are you hearing anything on Aaron Aaron Anderson? Blaine, I'm just going to send you right here, man. I'm just going to send you right here, brother. I will put it in the chat. We had a massive write-up on Aaron Anderson. Um, We'll talk about that here tonight. Aaron Anderson will be a big part of that discussion. Jared Guillory says, Carter, the ha 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 power. Ha ha! Yes, indeed. Uh, Gary Landry says, What's the truth to Texas taking our lunch money on the recruiting trail? Well, you've posted this a couple times, Gary, so let me just ask you this. This will be what will be our Rafinos rants on. Who did they get? Alex January? Well, I got it sourced that maybe LSU's not out of that. You know, you, you want to talk about Wardell Mack? He went to Florida. They started to lead. He goes to Texas. Everybody says, now Texas leads, and then the LSU is going to do their big Bayou Bash. I wonder who's going to lead after that. The last time y'all did this, the last time y'all did this, I'm just going to warn you. The last time everybody started freaking out about recruiting, everybody and their mama started looking like a god dang fool. You better chill out. You better chill out. That's all I'm going to tell you. Dane Bergeron said, hello, Blake. What's going on, Dane? What's happening, buddy? What is happening? And by the way, Gary, that's not targeted at you. I'm just saying out loud. I'm just saying out loud. Like, it's not you. I... You're just probably reading what you're seeing, and I understand that. I understand that. Uh, Alex says, what do you think of the new pitching coach? Well, we'll talk about that here tonight as well. I like Nate Yeski a lot, man. I, I like Nate Yeski a lot. Three weeks ago, so full disclosure, three weeks ago, we came on this platform. And we did an extensive deep dive, which we carved out on our YouTube channel. If you want to catch it out, you can. Um, Kind of predicting this, man. Kind of predicting that this was going to happen. And it's always good that you can just go right into um, (laughs) your backyard in the SEC and take the pitching coach. Just kind of goes to show just kind of goes to show that LSU leads stuff around here. But Nate Yasky was a assistant coach at UNLV. He was the assistant coach and then uh, pitching coach at Oregon State. He also was the associate coach to Jay Johnson in from 2019 to 2021. 20, uh, and then was the associate head coach and pitching coach at Texas A&M. And now is the pitching coach at LSU. So, yes, I absolutely love it. I absolutely love it. Anthony B. Saints says, hashtag AskBlake, any portal news for Jay? We'll talk about that. I promise. We've got a lot of questions fired in here. I promise you we will get to all of them. So let's just go ahead and do that. Let's do that. Let's uh, get to all these questions. Let's get into the show. Everybody, do, but it's so good to be back, man. It's so good to be back. I hope that you had a great 4th of July. I know that I did. Uh, went to the my mother-in-law's house, the kids, well, the kids, really. Uh, baby Jewel is what we call her. She and Ben were swimming. Ben went and watched fireworks last night, had a grand time. Uh, but it's good to be back here. It's good to be back uh, on the ones and twos. And we'll finally start really diving into some football, which you know uh, that I love. So let's do this. Let's talk about our good friends over at betonline.ag and our good friends over. At GM Varno and Sons. Before we do that, everybody, do us a favor by hitting the like and share. Share to all those social media groups. If you're on Facebook, you guys continue to kill it for us on that platform. If you're listening to us on YouTube, don't forget to hit that subscribe button and notification bell. If you're watching us on Fubo TV, thank you for joining us. Follow us on our socials as well, and wherever you listen to podcast, rate, review, and subscribe. And over the net, over the last week, we've been doing a lot on our forum, our message board. Go over there, AYSSnetwork.com. Today, you can do a week for a dollar. Check it out. If you love it, be a monthly subscriber. Do, do the annual package. It's cheaper on you. So, we're about to really start diving into t- our message board. But let's talk about our good friends over at BetOnline.ag. Good friends over at GM, Varno, and Sons. Don't go anywhere. Brian Kelly Expectations. Carter Bryant joins us. Nate Yesky Portal. We talk about that. Oh, and Rafino's rants. We talk. I might lead off with that. We talk about it next. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way for you to wager on all of your favorite sports, contests, events, with the first to market odds in lines. Find reviews for all the news for each league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, college sports, eSports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information for live in game betting props and futures. Head on over to Bet Online today and use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code Believe50, that's Believe50 B L E A V 50, to receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag. Betonline.ag. With over 65 years of experience, nobody is better equipped to service in your vehicle 225 664 Tell him you're a good friend, Playgrafino. Sit you on by. We're back. All right. I don't have time to waste. You don't have time to waste. Let's get into it right here. Listen, let me preface this by saying a couple things. Last couple weeks, last couple months, really just kind of been letting this slide, right? If you haven't seen it, I will tell you what's happening. A lot of negativity circling LSU football, specifically in recruiting. We'll touch on that. I will just preface by saying, I will preface by saying, LSU has to close on big recruits. That does not change from this year to what they did last year. Guys, getting a guy like Deshaun Womack, a five-star defensive end, edge guy, can play, put his hand in the dirt. It's massive. Getting guys like Harold Perkins is massive. Shelton Sampson, Jalen uh, 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 Brown. What his name? Why is his first name? Why well, don't want to call him Jalen Brown? But you know who I'm talking about. Getting guys like Lance Hard, Tyree Adams. Getting guys out of the portal like Aaron Anderson. There comes a time. When the playing portion of the season is going to take over, there's a time when that ball gets kicked off. It doesn't matter how much money at the current moment where kids that are not on the field, you're spending in NIL, as Texas a who went 5-7 and seven last year. LSU's got to close like they always do. If you want to continue to freak out about recruiting, and read whatever you want to read. Good on you. Be a negative person. Do that. I don't care what or who you believe or the sourcing. You can pick that person and that affiliation, whoever it may be. Whoever it may be. That's fine by me, as it's absolutely thundering outside. (laughs) Doesn't matter. The fact remains, and the biggest lie in recruiting, guys, we talk to recruits all the time. The playing portion of the season matters, and you have a really good team. What's the vibe going to be like when you go out to Orlando and beat Florida State? What's the vibe going to be if you go into Tuscaloosa undefeated as the reigning and defending SEC West champs? Because you can talk that stuff all you want to, you know. I hear all the time, "Oh, well, Texas is a blue blood, guys." You can go to any service you want, two, four, seven on three rivals. I don't care. They're not cracked. The, they have not cracked the top ten yet when it comes to recruiting. All I hear is, "Oh, they're taking our lunch money." Says whom? Says whom? They still got to go to Tuscaloosa in week two, and I guarantee you, as normally it always happens they're probably going to underperform like they normally do. This is the first year that Alabama, look, I don't care that Nick Saban's won 786,000 national championships. Doesn't change the fact that he's gotten the most question marks that he's had since 2007. Nick Saban and Alabama have more question marks than maybe the entire tenure of Nick Saban's career. Go into Alabama and beat him. Because the expectation that you have right now is that you can arguably make the assumption as LSU is the fifth best team in the country right now on better line to win the national title. At some point, the playing portion of the season is going to take over. And when you got the offensive line that you do, and I I saw Lance Hurd and the pictures he posted, good gracious alive, if that kid figures it out, like if that young man figures it out, you're looking at a Pro Bowl right tackle. You're looking at a Pro Bowl guy that could play either bookend that you want. That's the dude that you got. By the way, right now he's not a starter. Now, I put a lengthy, very lengthy article about Aaron Anderson and things and heads that he's turning at LSU. We posted that yesterday. Go to the forum, sign up, do a dollar for a week, AYSSnetwork.com. Aaron Anderson's coming. Malik Neighbors returns. Your running back core is the deepest that it's been since Frank Wilson left this this place in the first time. With two talented freshmen being the, at the current moment, the caboose of all that, you return Josh Williams, Logan Diggs. Noah Kane returns. Armani Goodwin looks as if that he's gained 15 pounds of muscle with the same amount of speed that he's had. You know what you have at quarterback. Two guys that can lead you there. I don't want to hear this old bull crap Rudy Pooh takes from anybody. You won the West with Jaden last year. Alabama's not better this year than they were a year ago. Newsflash. They're not better than they were a year ago. They don't have the talent that they did a year ago. Say whatever you want. You know it's true. If you want to talk stuff, yeah, nobody's naive. LSU's got to close on Dominic McKinley. LSU's got to close on Wardell Mack. They got to do everything they can to get Colin Simmons. But I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this, and you're going to say Blake's being a homer. Okay? The last time you called me a homer, LSU finished with a top five class and won the West. What you're going to do now, just going to prepare you. LSU is in battle for every top guy that they get. I, I don't know how else to say it. Frank Wilson is still a dude. Don't underestimate that. All right. Don't underestimate that. Because the second and the minute that you do, you start looking like a fool. There is a reason that LSU has been a top-tier program since 2000. because of what they've done. They will continue to do. You can say whatever you want about Brian Kelly. You can say whatever you want about Matt House. You can say whatever you want about Mike Denbrock. I don't care. Show me on the field. Blake, we got blown out by Tennessee. Sounds cute. Your your All-American left tackle wasn't there. The guy that, that literally kind of started the game off by letting you get beat, fumbling the opening kickoff, Jack Besh, well, he's gone. I thought Jack Besh was the first son of LSU football, but then he leaves you because, hey, he got passed up. Oh, Brian Polian's not here, by the way, either. You re- Let me just, do y'all really sit here and, a- and ask yourself the question if Brian Kelly wants to get his teeth kicked in? Like, do you ever ask that question? The answer is no, he does not. But you could say whatever you want about him. A month from today, you're going to start putting on them chin straps. Them pads are start- going to start coming on. And all of a sudden, all the shit that everybody's been talking, it's time to collect your debt. Don't forget that now. Because the moment that you do, <laughs> here comes LSU. Let me talk about Let me talk about this, though, very quickly since we're on the football to- topic. We'll get to Carter the Power, Brian, who's joining us in about nine minutes. Brian Kelly was asked a question, and, and listen, I'm not – You'll have to, have to go find this article, but Brian Kelly was asked a question about expectations. I don't know the reporter. I don't know the guy. I, I'm just going to say this. I'm just going to say this. Brian Kelly was asked about expectations and talked a lot about year three. Right? Said, listen, we, I think we have some holes we have to continue to fill. I think we've got some things that we got to find out in camp. Think we you know, we got a long season. We have a we gotta play a lot of good teams. Gotta play Florida State, gotta play Georgia if you get to an SEC championship game, gotta play Alabama. The road is not easy. Trying to temper expectations. That goes completely against what Brian Kelly has said in the past. I'm not saying a reporter made an error, not saying that Brian Kelly I mean, listen, guys, you listen to all of his press conferences. You know what he said. He cu- he came here to win championships. Is he tempering expectations for guys to not... You know, there's a thing in sports called coach speak. And Brian Kelly is pretty good at it. He's been doing it for over 30 years as a head coach. He's good at coach speak. Limiting the expectations and not putting so much pressure on your team can be a good thing. Jay Johnson did it in a different way. He said we treated every playoff game like it's – or every game like it's a playoff game, which meant they took every opponent very seriously. Jay does coach speak. Brian Kelly does coach speak. Nick Saban, Ryan Day, Kirby Smart. Hell, Kirby Smart had the entire state of Georgia – Believing that reporters were out there saying that they were going in seven and five last year, and there's not a single human being on planet Earth who said that Georgia was going to go seven and five last year. Nobody said that. Nobody said that. But the fact does remain that I think Brian Kelly knows what he has. So as we start looking for – guys, we're a month away till camp starts. A month away. Bottom line is kind of simple. I'm not saying national championship or bust. I'm not saying playoff or bust. Guys, so many things can happen with a young team. But I've made this challenge – I've made this challenge to a lot of people that are in media – And I would love for anybody to come on this platform and debate me on some of these things. You're going to have to challenge me on how LSU offensively is not better at receiver, running back, quarterback, and O-line than what you will find in the West. Ole Miss does not have the receiving core, the O-line core that you do. Judkins, their running back, is arguably the best running back in the country. They got you there. Arkansas, they don't have the dudes, man. They got some good offensive linemen. Their receivers are so poor, and can K.J. Jefferson stay healthy? Are you trusting A&M right now? Even though I think they have talent, I don't think they can win the West. They don't have more talent than you do. It's crazy. Everybody talks about them in recruiting. They don't have the talent that you do. They don't. Not at every level. They legitimately don't. They don't have a better linebacking core than you. Talent-wise, talent-wise, I don't think they're more talented than you. Now, can that unit play cohesively? I don't think the DB room is less talented than anybody in the SEC. Guys, think about this for a minute. I was talking to a buddy about my uh, who's been in football for I think 15 years now. He's been a play caller. Been a high-level recruiter. It's in the SEC right now. It's been a buddy of mine for a long time. We're talking about this yesterday. Guys, you do realize that Georgia gave up 500 passing yards to LSU and LSU struggled throwing the football? That's the narrative. They did. Auburn was not a good game. Catch the ball. Wasn't a good game. Guys, you threw for over 500 yards against Georgia. You're going to have to start convincing me and showing me where teams are head and shoulders better than you are. Because if you cannot do that, then everything you're saying is a Rudy Pooh. Again, a lot of negativity circles your team right now. You can be one of two people, or really three people. You can be neutral. Not say anything. Let them let them cook. You can be negative about what's going on in recruiting guys. The, here's the ultimate newsflash. Every big recruit, and quite honestly, every recruit that you have, you got to close in on. Got to close. You know, I, I don't know if you can call the general. I don't know if, you know. You can instantly call a number for NIL money, 877-CASH-NOW. I don't know if you can do that. LSU, they can. Look what they're doing in baseball. If you think that they're not doing it in football, you're also an idiot. Bottom line is, when that ball gets kicked off, it does not matter. If you're a blue blood, it doesn't matter about preseason rankings what is going to happen on the field you're better than most of these teams i'm going to get to these comments in just a minute but i do need to talk about nate yeski i don't think that i have enough time but i'm going to i'm going to do a different i'm going to do a longer extended version of this but i do want to transition very very quickly to nate yeski who was named the pitching coach at lsu um So listen, three weeks ago, we came on this platform. We pretty much predicted that this was happening. So let me tell you, since we came out here and clipped the video, you can find it on YouTube, what I was hearing then. In the last show we did, I told you that LSU had their hire. And my good buddy, Tyler Alexander, believe it or not, and we're about to run his ad here. Uh, We were at walk-ons Friday before the news broke broke. And I told him, I was like, look, dude, look at my notes just in case that this pops off in like 20 seconds. So I show him my phone and it's our press release on Nate (laughs) Yeski. And I was like, dude, I just want to get through a meal. We had a couple beers. And, um, so then I showed it to him and then the the news broke. But let me just say this on Nate Yeski before Carter Bryant, uh, comes on in here. I don't think it's a good hire. I don't think Nate, Nate Yeske is a good hire. I think it's a great hire. I think it, I, I, you cannot, you cannot get a better pitching coach in college baseball better than Nate Yeski. Guys, look what they did to you. And let's call it what it is a is not on the level of LSU when it comes to baseball. a and not on the level of LSU when it comes to anything. Other than meat judging, which they won a national championship in. I don't know if you know that, but there's actually other NCAA national champions, championships that you can win. Meat judging. Cow and chicken and pork meat judging is an actual sport in college, and nobody better to win that national title better than Texas A&M. I think Nate Yeski is a. I guess you can use a puns attended, or puns intended. As you you thought you had fireworks last night, well, last Friday, Jay Johnson set a whole bazooka's worth of fireworks with that with that hire. Three things instantly that I like about it. Number one. They've coached it together before, and Nate Yeski is an outright damn good recruiter. Number two, he's been at Oregon State when they won national titles. It's not like the Pac-12 sucks at baseball. Stanford says hello. Oregon also says hello. You went to their regional not too long ago. Uh, also, he's been at Arizona when Jay Johnson had his best success of his career not at LSU. Nate Yeski was there and was considered the – Best assistant coach in the country. He won that award because he was so damn good. And number three, you don't miss a beat with Wes Johnson going to Georgia, in my personal opinion. What you do have, though, is I think that you're forming a lab of coaches that come to LSU and then become head coaches. Whether Jay Johnson is the Nick Saban of college college baseball remains to be seen. Remains to be seen. Very, very similar. Some of you know how much I love Wes Johnson. Always have. Probably always will. If there's another coach in college baseball that you can get as your pitching coach, Nate Yeski would be the guy. All right. He's back. Week two. Glad to have my buddy back. Glad to have my buddy back. Let's talk about him next. Carter Bryant joins us. Let's talk some football. Let's talk about our good buddies, though, over uh, at Tyler Alexander, though, over at EXP Realty. My good friend Carol Falls over at State Farm. Don't go anywhere. Stay with us. Got a lot of football to talk. Next. He will sell your house and find you anew. Well, Tyler's the man. He's here for you. If you want to buy or sell, well, it's not. Dial nine five five zero 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 eight. Just call nine five five zero 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 eight. Y'all call Tyler;
1: he'll shoot you straight.
0: Guys, you might know my good friend Carol Falls and all the great service that he provides over at State Farm. He is your good neighbor, after all. But did you know State Farm has surprisingly great rates as well? Along with a great neighbor service, State Farm agent Carol Falls has surprisingly great rates for everyone inside the state of Louisiana. So call him today at 985-395-4300, 985 395 for all of those surprisingly great rates on auto, home, and life insurance needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there and individual premiums will vary by customer All applicants subject to the State Farm underwriting requirements. We're back! Carter, it's going to be a spicy show.
1: Spicy. I love it. I I heard you talking about meat judging, man.
0: Well, look, look, I am not joking around. Did you know that Texas A&M won the national championship in meat judging?
1: And And... By judging by my meat right now, I just checked. We got some honey barbecue chicken that is going to be straight fire, man. Nothing wrong with judging meat, baby. Let's go. Nothing wrong with that. Let A&M have their title, baby. Ladies and gentlemen,
0: that is Carter the Power Bryant.
1: You cannot oh. come on this show and talk about meat judging like that.
0: That's a pause worthy offense.
1: Hey, yeah, bring on the pauses, man. You don't like honey barbecue chicken?
0: I do, but I don't talk about sticking meat in this and that like you do. Uh, 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 I mean.
1: I love it. I also like that you felt, you, you followed through and you got the Paul Skins hat. I like it. Happy uh, 5th of July to you, man.
0: Yeah. I, I, well, his was all white. You
1: know, his was all white.
0: Okay. Uh, but nevertheless, I am trying to do my best impersonation of Paul Skeens. I feel like if I perform like Paul Skeens on this show every day, like he performs on the mound, we will be award-winning. Like he Let's is. Go. You know?
1: There you go. What's on your mind, man? Tell me what's up.
0: All right. So, Carter the Power Bryant is joining us. everybody do us a favor, though, by hitting the like and share. Carter, I got I to gotta admit something. Listen, I, I feel like my life is from doing this show, running AYS, is on repeat. You want to know why? Because it seems like every single summer I hear the same exact things over and over and over again. But people completely forget when it's late June, early July, that the playing portion of the season actually has to happen.
1: Yeah. You got to play the games. That's the
0: beauty of it. I think that this is going to fuel some people. You Let's start talking negatively about people, they tend to fire back. Here's the question that I would have for you: Do you feel that uh, some negative tension, and that like, look, this is just really gearing LSU up for something special?
1: Well, I, I'm curious what what negative attention. I, I'm I'm I'm. I just feel that there's negative attention around recruiting for whatever it's worth. You, and, now that yes, I agree. Okay. So what's usually
0: trends to football as a whole, right? Like it just normally goes down that route. My whole argument would be you're going to have to convince me that offensively that they're not top to bottom, the best offense in the, in the sec. You feel that way? You truly feel that way? I feel you're going to have to convince me. Who's got the better receiving core talent-wise? If there's somebody better, they might be equal to, but better is not somewhere I'm about to go. I can't go there. When it comes to offensive line, I think that you're going to be ten times better than what you think that you're going to, be, that people think that they're going to be. Yep. Carter, what's I'm, going I'm to happen that. if Lance Hurd goes to right tackle, Jones goes to right guard, and Lunsford kicks it back over to left guard, and then you have three potential. All American candidates on your offensive line. By the way, would you you didn't suck at running back last year? Oh, and by the way, your quarterback's hit throwing sixty five yard bombs in the end zone on seven on seven. My only thing is, is can you convince me that this team's not prepared to make a, a good run? I yeah. I will. I will give the floor over to you. That was a long. Yeah, spiel.
1: no, absolutely. I mean, I I would feel pretty comfortable saying that at every offensive position, LSU is. No worse than top five in the SEC and probably closer to top three I, at right. all, those, all those position groups, right? Like, obviously, Texas A&M has a really good wide receiver core. they got to put everything together. Uh, Tennessee's got a really good do quarterback. They have a, do uh,
0: they have a good receiver core?
1: A&M, yeah, absolutely. With uh, Moose Muhammad, Evan Stewart, Rodgers. Th- uh, well, I'm kind of going on, off a little bit of projection. They ain't got a Malik. Evan Stewart's no, not. No, they, they, they don't. They don't have a number one like that. Uh, but they're 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 going to be pretty good. And something else, I if you're going to give Bobby Petrino something, he has outkicked his coverage at wide receiver. I for agree with that. Many years. Um, and look, they're going to have to get it all together. But overall, now obviously, we're focusing on LSU here. The, yeah, I mean, objectively, they are no worse than top five at every offensive position, and probably top three. Um, and, obviously, there's been a big national debate who has the best quarterback room. Obviously, LSU is definitely a top-three quarterback room in the SEC. I don't really think anybody would disagree with that. Well, uh, I, I want to know their criteria for that,
0: too, Carter, because are you talking about talent or are you talking about talent and experience? Because if you're talking about talent and experience, then nobody has the ex- talent and experience that LSU does. Okay, so yeah. are are you sure – that your kid at Tennessee or the kid at USC or or Arch Manning could come in here right now and take over? Like, are, are you if if the starting quarterback if Caleb Williams, Joe Milton, and Quinn Ewers went down today, today, are you confident that those freshmen can lead them to a playoff?
1: No, I I will I will say, and obviously this is a little bit different. I, I do think Malik Murphy can, can be good with what Texas has around him, uh, but also just in general, no. At one, two, with the experience that, obviously, Garrett has had, no starts, but uh, a lot of experience, and then obviously, Jaden has the most experience you could have in, in college football, him along with Bo Nix, but yeah, it's, it's, it's absolutely crazy when all LSU returns, and then obviously, this offense, I think, is going to look very similar. Yet, at the same time, I do think they'll do a few things differently. You think they're going um, to
0: open it up more?
1: I do, but I, I also think I, I also think Mike, in particular, wants to do uh, things in the intermediary a lot better. Um, I think if you go back and listen to his one public press conference he did during spring, kind of got lost in the shuffle, Blake, because – the LSU women's basketball team was winning a national title. He did it the same day. Right. Yeah. So it was practically like kind of just sandwiched (laughs) in the middle of all that. So uh, if you actually go back, it was a 20 minute press conference. Mike is a very open, eloquent speaker. Uh, One thing he specifically said is he wants to do a better job of giving his receivers a chance to run after the catch as well. So it's not just, you know, increasing the a dot the average depth of target. It's also giving the football to Malik while he's able to create positive momentum going down the field, and then obviously uh, the other receivers as well. And then Jaden at the Manning Passing Academy actually reiterated that very similar thing. that Almost, that almost to a T, which is a little scary if you want right. to. Right. Yeah. So they're in a use a Brian Kelly Bud's word. They're in alignment. Right. They, they want to do a better job of that. And look, uh, one of your guys that you're really high on is Aaron Anderson. That's one of his best attributes as well, you know, getting the football in his hands and getting them downhill so, you know, he can do what he does with the football in hey, his Aaron hands. Aaron Anderson's
0: so, turning too many heads
1: right now. Right. And, you know, that's one of those things where, you know, you just got to trust what you're hearing, what I've heard as well. I've heard of Aaron is, is definitely the guy that LSU is really going to count on. But I will tell you this. There has been a lot of really positive buzz, even outside of the spring game, surrounding Kyron Lacey. And that's obviously Blake. Yeah, so and LSU's getting- pushing that too. You know, yeah, like, right? It's, it, it's been heavily pushed. You can just kind of see it in social media, kind of just hear it. Uh, I've been mean, hearing it nonstop. And obviously, it's going to take a while. One thing that LSU fans tend to remember and if you go all the way back, if we're turning this clock all the way back, uh, there was a receiver from Texas by the name of Brandon LaFell. Obviously. Uh, the one of the great- junior year had more drops than uh,
0: Ricola. It was. <laughs> oh, that was good. That was good. Hold on. like it. That man like had like that man <laughs> yeah. more drops than Ricola. Uh,
1: Ricola. Oh, okay. Oh, like- I <laughs> all right. No, that, that was good. That was smooth. Uh, but, yeah, you know, if you really go back and, and turn – the time machine back. One thing LSU fans, you know, obviously interceptions is always going to be the, the big no, no, but LSU fans remember drops college football fans remember drops and Brandon LaFell, uh, especially in that 07 run had some epic. <laughs> oh God, that interception. I'll, I'll never forget it. You're right. And it took a while. Like, I mean, he took a lot of, of slander. And you, you don't really see cause we didn't have the the online society, but Man, to be in the crowd after that, dude, that was one of the loudest like sighs I've ever heard from a crowd. Like, what the heck just happened?
0: Could you have and- imagined what it would have been like for him if social media were actually a thing? That's why I say, dude. Like everybody says, these these players are prima donnas. Well, truth be told, they also no player in history has gone through the scrutiny that college football and NFL players go through like it's like the you're not get only long. getting the paper like the front line paper like you could read a paper and you don't know people's opinions right left center but now that Twitter's a thing everybody knows right and so could you just even imagine like just thinking about that process for just a minute like that that whole like Carter look what we're doing well, look what we do for a living you know, know like
1: it's crazy anyway and, and- And it took, like, a lot of LSU fans were like, should we even play Brandon LaFell? And obviously, it was a smart move to keep playing him because he was a prodigious talent. And and he caught a a
0: touchdown in the championship game.
1: Wasn't it the first
0: touchdown of the game he caught?
1: Yeah, and he had that big like his big, big first moment was like the touchdown versus Notre Dame in the Sugar Bowl right? Uh, from Jamarcus. I was like, wow, who is who is this guy? But then, you know, in that 07 run, he had that Auburn drop that everyone just remembers. And he had other, you know, obviously Butterfinger uh, kind of situations. And anyway,
0: to your to your point about Lacey. To,
1: and then Kyron Lacey, of course, had this game versus Texas A&M that – you know, people destroyed him for. And it was just, you know, one game, but those two drops early in the game were so critical, especially considering, you know, we struggled defensively to get off the field. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Kyron has performed really well in practice, but there are some opportunities for one of these really talented guys. And one guy you and I privately are really high on as well as someone like Kyle Parker. And obviously, Gonna be Samson, interesting to
0: see how how quickly he gets in and on the field.
1: I like him a lot. I re- I really do. He was you know just behind Shelton Sampson for me coming in, and as time moved on, for me Blake he he moved closer to Shelton Sampson. Just you know watching him catch twenty three passes in a game last year in high school, which is just dude crazy. he he was the most
0: accomplished high school player that did not get the recognition maybe in the country. Kyle Parker
1: yeah and what's crazy is is like that offense he played in had two other four-star receivers so and you know what else is crazy about that
0: they said he didn't do good against the good the good teams well so does everybody like Jamar Chase doesn't Jamar Chase caught like two passes against Oklahoma like don't for don't don't forget that okay like don't forget that he had two drops in an AFC championship game okay like Come, Man. come on now, dog. Like,
1: I, 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 just, I just think Kyle is really good. I do, and I think he's going to break the streak since Terrence Tolliver. There's not been an out of state receiver at LSU to catch 35 plus balls. It's been a while. Uh, so Dude, would you count I, him
0: from out of state since they're techn- technically from Louisiana? Yeah,
1: that, that's the thing. It's a little bit different. With, with yeah, Kyle. right. Um, I, I feel like if you got
0: the bloodline in you.
1: You yeah, got the bloodline. Like yeah, like right,
0: right. Like it's a, like is Harold Perkins really from Texas? No, he, 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 correct. I mean, he lived more in Louisiana than Texas. I mean, the kids, the kid's not from Texas. Like, let's get that. that, 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 out, that the kid's from the 504. He's he's,
1: he's, <laughs> he's not like, <laughs> Hey, and uh, people
0: for you know people forget about Frank on that one. But yeah, we've right. talked a lot of offense. Me and you, the probably yeah. the last two times you've been on here, we'll talk a lot more about it. You told we talked about Aaron Anderson and look, I I wrote up I had a lengthy article uh, on our message board on our forum. Just go there AYSSnetwork.com. The only thing that I will say about this offense that really intrigues me, Carter, I just think their running the game's going to be uh, on the next level. Like I I, uh-huh. I I really do think that we talk we constantly talk about. The receivers, we constantly talk about the running, you know, the the quarterbacks, and rightfully so. Carter, are we talking enough about this offensive line and running game? Because the way that I see it, I mean, look, people will say I'm biased because I'm a former O-lineman, and I understand that. No. But I think Mason Lunsford can play. Do you agree with that? Do you think the kid can play? No, he can move people in the running game in particular. Okay, so my point – Dog, your number six guy is Lance Hurd. You were starting Cam Wire against Florida State last year. Right. (laughs) Okay, so so my point being, you already rushed for, I think, 183.9 yards per game last year.
1: Carter, is it unrealistic that they can get to 200? No. I mean, look. A lot of the best offenses in college football run spread principles, but the basis of their offense is a running game. And look, LSU—they uh, overall sim- simplistically they just ran basically inside zone. I mean, they they, they weren't really-
0: fancy in what they did. They ran zone, 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 and at the end of the Carter, how many times did Jaden Jaden uh, Jaden run the ball zone reads in the third and fourth quarter?
1: I mean, every now and then, but I mean, it was no, good. no, every, every now, every now and then, but still you are right. It, it was let, let's smash. They it.
0: would get two yards and you'd be like, what in the hell are they doing? And by midway through the third, AKA Alabama, that man would pull the zone read and take off. Right. Yeah. I mean, I mean- and it was flawless. I, I'm From a running game perspective, I just think that they're just going to be so much better,
1: man. I agree. No, I agree. I think, I think, You know, Jaden's running ability just opens so much up for this offense. And, look, obviously we all want to see him, you know, become a more complete passer. But, man, as a defensive lineman, he is hell. He is hell to deal with. Um, And I think think LSU will be better suited to run the football, considering Florida State's front and their whole defense is going to be pretty solid. From a season
0: perspective, do you think that they can get to 200, though?
1: I I do, but obviously a lot of it is 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 going to be you know based on game script, and I think a lot of teams are going to force Jaden to to beat them over the top. I do, um, and so one on one coverage on the outside. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck. This
0: team is so much better. There's a lot of dudes returning, but they're just so much deeper, which is scary to me. Like I, I'm, buddy, I'm there. I, like I'm, I, I'm there. Yeah, I like that. Okay? Like you know where I'm not there, though? Defense. <laughs> okay, so, listen. You know what's something that we have not really talked about a lot? I'm a, I'm just assuming here. I don't know yet, but I'm assuming that Omar Spates is going to start at middle backer. Like, I'm pretty confident that that's going to happen. No, you're right. Okay. How much does it help Harold Perkins that he's got that kind of dude next to him? I think that... Omar Spates is an upgrade from Micah Baskerville. As much as I love Micah Baskerville, it's a upgrade. How much is your elite defender bowed from having that kind of dude next to him?
1: It helps because it'll, it'll teach him the position a lot quicker, right? And obviously, it's gonna it's gonna be obviously new for Harold Perkins. I think he's gonna be spectacular at this new role. And I'm not just saying that; just said I really do think he's going to be phenomenal. And then, obviously, Omar Spates is a really productive Pac-12 linebacker. Now, the next thing is obviously, you know, the Pac-12 defenses. Oregon State's, they they had some rough goes at it. All Pac-12 defenses do. I think Omar is going to be really excited to play in the SEC. Play, obviously, with a better supporting cast than he had at Oregon State last year. And he is going to be like the converse, uh, Jarek Bernard converse, coming over as an all-conference performer in a different conference. And those guys turn out to be good players in the SEC. So, I think Omar's going to have a phenomenal season. I, I do think he's really good. And I think that leadership is going to go a long way. And they gave him that Uno, baby. Uh, it, it's been a while since a linebacker got, got Uno at LSU. So, we'll see how Name he does. Name a
0: yeah. defender that played at LSU that wore one that was that bad. Oh, that's, that's a good question. Who – um, I'm a numbers freak. Like if I'm a too. dude runs out I, I there with number like with 49 and he's not a defensive lineman, okay. Like if you're a D lineman, okay, that's pretty badass. If the dude's like playing D B or linebacker and wears forty nine, he sucks. Yeah. Numbers matter, dude. Numbers matter. matter. Do you know like on NCAA the football game, I used to go and change dudes' numbers just because they sucked? Like the numbers sucked. You should. Like, they gave Jalen Mills... You remember this? They gave Jalen Mills number 39 one year. And I'm like, that is the most disgusting number of all time. 39. It's reverse, it's reverse 69, if you really think about it.
1: Well, here, here's what's interesting. A jersey number will say a lot about you. Okay? this. Are you an alpha dude or not? Yes. So, I, I'm telling you, as far as, like, the Aaron Anderson thing, going back to him, I know that's offensive. If you're giving him uno... He better show up. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's what I'm. sure.
0: but he just dog. He's dominating right
1: now, though. Okay, and and I I I'll, I'm just saying, if you wear Uno at LSU, you 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 better be H I M. If you wear Uno anywhere, you you bet. And you the car be, dudes
0: are built different. Yeah, you know how like in nineteen the 1970s, Chevy went from plant like they were hard metal like iron, you know like men forged those vehicles, right? Right. Aaron Anderson's old school.
1: I I hope he's Hemothy. I, I would love for him to be Hemothy. Uh, him, yeah, I would love it. Hemothy Anderson. Hemothy, uh, I, I I love it, um, but yeah. See, here is my thing about single digit numbers. If if you are not a playmaker, take it off. It, I mean, Jonathan
0: me. Giles was the best player in practice of all time.
1: Obviously, he wore number Edward, seven. For for Edward, in Ron, fairness,
0: be- in fairness, in fairness, he's not Edward. Well, Ed isn't wrong. I mean, I guess I could say it now. You know this? No, he was
1: wrong. You don't give seven to somebody. Oh no
0: no no wrong. no 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 no! I meant like about Jonathan Giles in practice.
1: No, he was right. Giles yeah, was, Giles, like, was I'll say
0: this now. Like, during the Ed Orsron era, <laughs> I used to get all the copy films, okay? Like, coaches copy films from practice. And he's sitting there in the back, you know, Malsen Grant Delpit for crying out loud. You know, like, and so I'm like, good googly moogly. The dude puts on seven, runs into Death Valley, and he becomes completely ass, dude.
1: And, and if people say jersey numbers don't matter, that's a good example of it. it swall- the number seven allure swallowed him whole. Yeah. Because if you go look, at it, even if, when he was at Texas Tech. Hey, Patrick was, Mahomes was hitting them back in the end zone against LSU. Dude, dude he, he was he 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 was, he was was him, dude, at Texas Tech. But you put a single digit on in the SEC, it's different. It's different, it, dude. It's different. All right. Uh, so we talked a little bit about
0: linebacker. I think Omar's going to have a good one. I think Greg Penn. The grip pin, body-wise, pause, looks different. I'm really intrigued by him. Yeah. Defensive
1: back, is that the biggest question mark? It's got to be, right? Unquestionably, yes. Obviously, you know, how they rotate and who plays where in the defensive line is going to be interesting, and how... Matt elects to actually play the front. It's going to be interesting, but really, the secondary is is.
0: Do you think that they're more talented overall, talented this year than they were last year? And it kind in of goes secondary? yeah in the secondary. No,
1: I don't. I I you I, don't
0: think they're more talent like
1: talently, athletically gifted? You do not. No, no, because we know Jarek and, and Gardner were really good players uh, for for LSU last year. You don't Which think time?
0: athletically Denver Harris is better than them?
1: Oh no, no, no! As far as like ceilings, I would agree. Especially J.K. Johnson. I mean, he can he runs like the wind. Okay,
0: so I think that that's what I'm trying to ask. Like, okay, no, yeah, absolutely. Talent wise, so Carter, this kind of goes to your not your argument, but the all overall argument at times is experience better at times than talent. Yes, I agree. Absolutely. Absolutely, I've thousand percent agree. Um, My point would be, and it
1: it also just kind of like with Spates. Even if you don't think he can play, and you think the SEC thing is just going to be too big, he's been in big games. He's played a lot of football. So, so go on. I mean, I I just think that my question would be: Can they play in a
0: cohesive way in unit? Because I think if they can, I do think from a ceiling perspective, they are better. Okay. I'm fine with that. But, I hope you're right. I, but I hope that you're does right. not but that does not mean that they can it does not mean that they're going to be be better. Right. Okay. I'm with you. So, my question would be if you have all that talent in that room, do you think that the coaching staff who showed that they can get a unit from the portal last year ready,
1: do you think they can get this one ready? I do, I do. I think, I think the secondary does have enough for a CFP run. And obviously, all the great LSU teams had elite secondaries. There's not a single one that wasn't great. And a lot of their mediocre teams had issues there. Um, and by mediocre, 8-9 win compared to 10-11-12. I think, obviously, Andre Sam coming in is, is going to help. You know, Once again, adds, adds another adult in the room. Greg Brooks Jay- is
0: also an adult in the room.
1: Right. But you kind of know what you're going to get from those guys. Obviously the big wild card here for me is a guy that you like a lot as well is, is Toviano, right? He, he adds a certain type of athleticism and a certain type of upside to this unit that could take them to the next level. And obviously the one thing I like about Toviano is his high school team asked a lot out of him. Uh, you know, when I went back and and, and watch our games and now, this guy I feel is one of the most versatile players on the team, right? In terms of asking him to play, you can play team. safety
0: or corner if you need him to, boundary right. or slot.
1: Yeah, and I, I feel comfortable enough for him to play big time, power five, division one football straight out. I do, I do like him. Um, now. There's obviously if he does become a big piece of what they do next year, there's going to be rough spots. There is for every true freshman defensive back. Yeah, but you I, can't expect you, him to come in and
0: not miss right. a couple
1: things. Right. And I, I, I think he's, I think he's really good. And I think he's going to play a lot. I, I really do. Um, so that is just you know stuff I've been hearing. But just watching him, you could just tell he is a big, big, big time defensive back. Now, obviously, with Andre Sam coming into the mix, that does change things rotation-wise, and they gave him a single-digit number as well. Uh, So, yeah, it it should be interesting, but I really do like JV and Tawiano and some potential uh, big plays from him next year.
0: All right, last piece, last question for you. D-line, how do you feel? I'll let you go first. I'll play rock, paper, scissors for you. All right, I'll go first then. Yes. Let's go. Let's play rock paper scissors. Ready? There you go. Rock paper scissors shoot. All right, you go first.
1: Oh no, I won. So you 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 have to go first. You gotta go. Oh. Okay. Um,
0: Do you have enough on the defensive line to get pressure without Harold Perkins?
1: Uh, Can you get to
0: the quarterback from the interior? It, it so let's call it what. Look, I'm just going to call it what it is. You ready? We have sucked in the interior defensive line since 19. Sucked. You you know it. You know it. That's strong. It's juicy. Would, we I have would, sucked at that position. Carter, you know that. Like we've stunk.
1: I, I wouldn't I wouldn't I, I we've we've done this debate before. I wouldn't say sucked. I yeah, that's do. probably harsh. I, especially when Okay, let me back up. It has been
0: the most underperforming unit at LSU. Is
1: that better words? Relative to expectations, I can agree with that to a certain extent. Yes. But I I I will I will say this. Mason, as a pass rusher, was really good, okay? Carter, Uh,
0: we – he – like, at what point do you – I'm with you, and I think he has All-American written written all over him. I have high – I believe in him. Carter, he's been almost – he's had more games injured than games played. Agreed. Okay, so, uh, again, you could find yourself in week seven – starting Jalen Lee. Now, I think that that's a massive plus because he could hold the four down enough to when the dude gets back. You had depth there. You didn't have that. Can, can Quincy Wiggins give you something? Can Deshaun Womack give you something? But I, for me, you have shown at that position, week 12 against A&M, when they line up in 12 personnel, you're going to get your teeth kicked in.
1: Yeah, uh, uh, I still have scars.
0: Okay, so we can – we can look, I'll never forget this argument as long as I live. I think you were in this Twitter spaces, which I don't go on those anymore. They've become too chaotic. When Florida State played Dukey Kane, a.k.a. Duquesne, in week zero, everybody's like, yeah, they had 400 yards, but it's against Duke Kane. Carter, I don't care who it's on. I don't care if it was against a junior high team. They ran for 400 yards against other human beings. Okay? You're yeah. running the football. When Mason Smith went down, you were in trouble. I think Jordan Jefferson, not the quarterback, no. gives you more depth than you know. I think if you're sitting here 11 and 0, you're going to talk about the receivers. You're going to talk about everything, quarterback, running backs, whatever. Harold Perkins, whatever. My thing is, if you get there, it's because you've added massive depth along the defensive line.
1: Right. And I think one uh, – obviously, Womack is a huge, huge – Massive piece. Massive piece. Man, I I hope. I, I've gotten to know this guy um, – I've not talked to him in a few weeks since he's been on, but I've I've gotten to know Ovia Gufu uh, a good little bit. This is a the guy edge from
0: a Texas, just so if people right, don't right, right. Re- so, recognize so he, the name, he's
1: he's a Jack linebacker. He's probably going to start. Uh, they gave him the number two, so he gets a single digit as well. Is um, there a
0: more sicker edge rusher than wearing number two? Like, I'm telling you, I <laughs>
1: right, continue, continue. No, but look, obviously Ojalari was but was that guy, you know, the, the Auburn game changed with Ojalari and he was uh, a big piece of the Mississippi State win and, and a lot of other games, and we relied on him pretty heavily. Can Ovi, obviously, as far as, like, just upside, not it's going to be hard for him to match what Ojalari can do as a bender, but can he give you some really good pass rush games here and there? I will say Ovi's best game last year was, was against, against Alabama. Auburn. Yeah. And he t- he broke down all his different. He had pass the first rushers. sack of the game, right? And uh-huh. he broke the, uh, as a former pass rusher myself. He broke down a lot of different things. How he studies tape. Uh, how you much you hit him he went with that spin
0: get. move, Connor? Is that what you were doing? You going like
1: that? Oh, dude, Woo! I I, lo- I loved him all, man. I loved them all. I I, I but I wasn't not I I had no size, so pause. I, I had, you're on a bend your own your own one tonight I'm with telling. Paul's of the pause-worthy comments. I'm t- <laughs> huh? 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 But yeah, I, I think obviously, you know, back to the big time athletes here. Ovi uh has a lot of experience. Obviously, uh, you know, coming in playing for Brian Kelly before, he has really rejuveni- uh rejuvenated, you know, coming back to play for BK. And if if he can just give you a little bit more bend in his game, because he's a really solid, consistent player. Watch out. Hopefully that actually happens. And uh, and we all, we all know Harold Perkins, if given the opportunity next year, and he's going to have his opportunities to rush off the edge, rush as, you know, just a spy backer. We know what Perk's going to be able to do. So the patch rush, like you said, Blake, you've been harping on on your show for quite some time. It's got to get better, and I do think it'll get better. All right. That's Carter the Power Bryant. It's good to have you back. I'm sorry we didn't have you back. It was
0: just tough with baseball and not going into normal times. It was a
1: well. Well, no, no, no. Tell me this. Tell me this. I've never seen anyone get as many hat compliments. Your your your, your, your chat. has just been just they're just, going
0: off with the uh, you know the, Jordan, the, says, the- Jordan says Jordan uh, says Blake is swag jacking. If, if, let me just say this. If I'm swagjacking any LSU athlete right now, I'm glad it's Paul Skeen's. Exactly. I, I think,
1: I think Paul's happy.
0: I think Paul's happy for, for you. You know what I'll do? You know what I'll do? If his thing's still open for the vets, because I'm wearing this hat, I'll donate to it right now.
1: Oh, the uh, what's the name of the organization?
0: I, I'm gonna have to go f- find it out. Somebody in the chat might be able to help me. I'll go donate right now to it.
1: That's that's crazy how much money he's 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 raised. But I saw that Jay Johnson Tiger emoji. I was like, oh man, we're cooking already. Portal. Uh, I, I think through- you cooking. should hold on
0: to that question until next week.
1: Until next week. Let's, let's get to it, Jay. Folds of Again. honor. Thank y'all. Folds of honor. Folds of honor. here you go. I'll go do it All right, right bud. Next. All
0: right. See you next Monday. Good to have you back. Peace. You bet. Cheers. All right. That's Carter Bryant. Let's take our final break of the evening. Got some things. We'll talk a little portal recruiting. Who's it going to be? We'll just mention it here. Who do I think is a good guy that LSU is going to get? We'll talk about it next. Bayou Daiquiri's at Bayou Bowling is owned and operated locally by Steve and Lisa Bean. You can find them at 1512 North Highway 190 in Covington, Louisiana. That's 1512 North Highway 190 in Covington. The North Shore's first crawfish drive through is about to step it up another notch by bringing you drive-thru Daiquiri's as well. You can call in your order today at 985-888-1914. Because you know what? Daiquiri's and crawfish. It's a Louisiana thing. What's funny is over the years in sports, especially football, mainly football, we have been worried about so many times of Alabama doing things. Getting this recruit, getting that in-state recruit. Well, what's going to happen if the Alabama baseball pitching ace comes to LSU next year? Luke Holman is a guy that I think if we're added to your roster... The simple nature becomes that if you are able to hold on to some guys, a.k.a. Grant Taylor, you might have, and this is not a – I don't want to say it's a hot take, but I think potentially with guys like Chase Shores also returning, you could have the best weekend rotation in the country. Chase Shores was a guy that guys had, a one, I think, 1.89 ERA. Batting average against was below 200. So was Luke Hallman, who struck out uh, 87 in 81 innings. Oh, by the way, the batting average against for him, 186. Just saying, you wanted the portal king to do some things. And, and let me emphasize something that I do believe that will be happening, okay? I do believe – I do believe that Jay – and we talked about this last week. I don't think – this is nothing new that we've said. So, I just want to reemphasize Kling and Jones and Neal and a lot of these guys. Now, you need some big pieces to return on your team. Hopefully, you can get some. Maybe a guy that you thought was going to a draft, maybe he returns. But Jay does feel really good at where he sits position-wise. I think they'll add a couple more, maybe one or two. But I think that you're going to be better take Paul Skeen, and I said this literally in our last show. You take Paul Skeens out of the equation for just a minute. Take him out of that equation for just a quick second. And as a whole staff, I think that you're better, like whole staff, now, you can't replace Paul Skeens. You don't don't even try. Like, you're not going to replace a generational dude. But one, two, and three, I think you could be better. Because, truth be told, you won the national championship without having a number three. You had to go to Nate Akenhausen. By the way, he's coming back. You kind of start getting my drift. Now, I see Chili Vic can... Can Shores be back before SEC play? I'm of the understanding that that's a nine-month process, and I do agree with Chili. Can Ackenhausen step into that role? I think you get what what I'm saying. Javen Coleman returns. I'm assuming Riley Cooper will return for his 872nd year. I, Jared asked in the comments, does Brayden Bear return? Man, if he does, do you understand how massive that is? You you got a guy, and I don't know if Brayden can. Let me, because I think the COVID year, because he's got the COVID year, Bear. I want to say that he does have one more year because of, yeah, he's a red-shirted junior. He can come back. He can come back. So, just wanted to make sure of that. He could. Kid went from hitting 250 to 300. Can he hit 325, 330 for you? Guys, if Brain Joe Bear hits 330 for you next year. Yeah. Uh, Chili says, uh, ask Blake if Aiden Moffix goes from confidence in location. I agree with this. Watch out, kid can throw 100. That's, an, that's true. LSU has a guy on their roster right now that can throw a 100. Anyway, All right. We'll see y'all tomorrow. Y'all have a good one. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.